Hey, yo, what up, Buds and Sports fans? Y'all know who we is. This is the Buds and Sports channel for all your sports needs and info and just good, funny talk. We are your host. I'm Doug, Lightning Leche, a.k.a. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Playoffs. And with me, as always, is... McGee. What's going on, everyone? How we doing? How we hanging? What's happening? I'm Spud McGee. How's it hanging? How's it hanging? How's it hanging? How's Let it? us know. Are they hanging? I'm scared. Okay. Okay. Take a, take a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. Hi. How are you? What up, everybody? It is the NBA episode edition. We've been giving you guys a lot of NBA content because, you know, the NBA playoffs are going hard. We have a total of one, two, three, four, five, six teams already moved on to the second round. And we're going to talk about all their games, all that happened. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. We're going to start over on the east side of things. Hey, yo, Dougie, we'll Dougie, what does that sound like? What does that sound like? It sounds, it sounds like somebody sweeping. <laughs> sounds like somebody sweeping. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> hey, hey, who's sweeping? Who's sweeping? <laughs> it sounds sound like somebody sweeping or taking a key. <laughs> I'm gonna go with sweeping. Sweep. Yeah, let's let's go with sweep. Yeah, so on the east side of things in the first round we have Austin Celtics taking on the Brooklyn Nets and mm-hmm. you would have never guessed a nope. sweep, but nope. we we had a sweep, folks. The only sweep in the first round, Boston beat Terrible. The Nets four nothing. Terrible. In pretty dominant fashion too. Other than the first game, the rest were pretty dominant fashion. <laughs> it was it was dominant, yeah. It was still close. But still, you know who deserved to win each game. Yeah, it was close, but it seemed like if, like I don't know, bro. Like you ever watch some of those games where it's like it's a close game, but you just like feel confident in one team. Like it's close, but this team's gonna pull it out. I just know they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's basically how the whole series was from game two to game four. Was oh, yeah. Boston just dominating from from the jump? Really? From the jump. Now, really? I, I, I know I picked Boston to win, and uh, not Boston, uh, Brooklyn, 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 yeah. Brooklyn to win. But at the same time, we were like, we we're kind of hinting like, if this was a statement series for Celtics to show that we're not the same Celtics in past years. This was the series. Yep. And we're like, Jason, say, someone someone needs to step up, and Jason Tatum has to show why he was considered to be that boy. And boy, did he show. Boy, did he show. You know what? And clap it up for I'll, Jason Tatum, Jalen yeah, Brown. Give clap. And Roll the clap. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Mark is smart. Wait, no, no, no. Nope. 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 Come on, man. Hey, who's on there? Yeah, do the want one again for your who's on the keyboard. I was just pressing buttons. You know, you know what's sad? I pressed every button except the clapping up one the clap. at the end. I'm dead. 
Um, uh, wait, clap it up. Yes, I will personally also be doing that round of applause because I slandered that guy's hey, all season. Give it up to Boston's big three. Don't care. I'm calling it. That's what they are now. Uh, you Marcus, know, Mar- and the thing is, as good as J- Jason Tatum is, as good as uh, Jalen Brown is, Marcus Smart is the leader. He no, I'm he, saying no, it. no. Marcus Smart is equivalent to Draymond Green to the Warriors. Exactly. So you know, he he's the the aura of the team. Yeah. He might not well, like be the, the stat wise best. Yeah, exactly. But you know who who's the mouth on the team. Yeah, his stats might not show what he does, but trust me, he does. <laughs> that man's a grinder. He's a fucking grinder. Yeah. Um, no, this Boston team looks really scary, and um, their next matchup, um, who they play next, we'll talk about them in a sec. But mm-hmm. I think that series is going to be. When we, when we talk about that series coming mm-hmm. up this next episode, man. Mm-hmm. And the un- another unspoken hero, they got Al Horford that's really, you know, saying, hey, I know I'm an aged veteran, but I can still play. Yeah, he know he gonna get hit. Yeah, he, yeah, he he's playing his role perfectly. Probably better uh, the second time around than the first time when Kyrie oh, yeah. was on Boston. So, you know, give it up for him. Boston even started off kind of underhanded with Robert Williams out for like the first two to three games, yeah. but Thice and Holford held it down, and you know. Bruce Brown's comments came up and bit him in the ass because the the big men's held down the boards. They 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 took they took advantage of how small Brooklyn was in the in yeah. the in the series because Brooklyn got beat up physically the whole series. Yeah, the and whole think, series. And I think too, like um, like you said, like you just said, like you calling on the big three. Not people wouldn't think they're a big three because they're not like. Three big superstars, they, I mean, and they all got drafted. You yeah, know, it's you, can, a, you can call Jason Tatum a superstar, fine, mm-hmm. but Brown and Marcus Smart, you wouldn't think of them as like mm-hmm. those all star superstars. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and to me, that's that like that's where I kind of see a lot of these like teams gravitating towards. Of like, we'll we'll have a superstar, maybe two, but just a lot of really good pieces around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. rather than just having a big three, like, look at Boston. Mm-hmm. Even though Boston did upgrade with the trade, before they had the trade, they had Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, with them three alone, your your team's pretty solid. But, yeah. like, you know, bench-wise and, you know, other a players. Slacking. Like slacking. Slacking. And I feel like in the playoffs, that tends to bite you. Sometimes. Well, it, it bites, it it bites bite you in the ass. ass, especially when you're not healthy, which happened last year for Brooklyn. Exactly. You know, and that's kind of what happened this year with Brooklyn, too, is um, their supporting cast wasn't as healthy. And just their bench was not that developed as other teams. You yep, know, but yep. Br- Brooklyn's Brooklyn's bench was not developed one bit. Um, people are going to bring up the Ben Simmons situation. Well, at the end of the day, Brooklyn kind of knew what they were dealing with with Ben Simmons. So he was worst teammate ever. <laughs> he was. And just you like, got Kyrie on your team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had Kyrie on the team, and you're still the worst teammate ever. How? <laughs> that's hey yo, that's nutty. 
Yo. Kendrick Perkins said it best. <laughs> um, oh, about Ben? Yeah, Ben Simmons is the pretty girl. <laughs> ben Simmons is the pretty girl everybody wants, but wonder why she's single because she's so sick. Chris, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but before we slander Brooklyn real quick. Hey, we, we have to eat our words. We have to eat our words with Boston because midseason before they had that crazy win streak, basically. Yeah, we ruled them dead. <laughs> ruled them dead. Break up this team. Either trade Tatum or Jalen Brown, either or. Yep. And I really feel like they we heard our words. Hey, they heard, the, <laughs> hey, they heard our podcast. And said, you know what? We need to shut these fuckers up. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck them both. Let's get them. <laughs> Let's get them. And they showed why they're the best defensive team in the NBA by locking down mainly K- KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Mainly KD. Because and- I, I, I feel like with KD, they knew they had to lock him down compared to Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I for some reason I felt like the, the the need was KD to get locked down compared to Kyrie to gain locked down yeah, because they're both they're both phenomenal players. But if we're talking about like what team what out of Kyrie and KD, which person would you rather catch fire? Mm-hmm. I guess I would take Kyrie because once KD get on fire, yeah. Phew. And the thing is, he, he's so tall, and lanky, he literally can create his own shot. Kyrie can, but I mean, you can at least guard him a little better with his that. And, stuff. and I think. The fact that KD is, I think, this whole season, KD was more focused than what Kyrie is. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Kyrie kind of said it at the end of the the whole season that it was kind of a distraction of what he did. And I think with that being said, it just kind of convinced me, you know what? I don't think he was really focused on playing basketball fully, fully. Yeah. You know, so. What makes me mad about that whole situation, though, because. Personally, I don't think Kyrie was wrong no, for no. what he did because, you know, he, that's, that's his own stance. And the thing is, he didn't do like Aaron Rodgers, for example, and try to like manipulate work yeah, play yeah. and do up. Like he straight up was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And if this is a punishment, it's fine. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, re- I can respect that. Yeah. But what what made it a distraction was everything else. And that's what yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you, you got to take everything as a whole. And at the yeah, end, because it's not like he was distracting the team. It's not like he was like you know showing up to practices and being half fat. No, mm-hmm. like he he was a he was being a a team player. Just everyone around it made it such a big deal and it mm-hmm. became a distraction. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And and the thing is, it probably affected how we thought of everything, like basketball, everything, mm-hmm. everything. And mm-hmm. you know, I I, I it just kind of made it seem like it wasn't the main focused on Kyrie's mind like he wasn't fully locked in the playoffs because of this you know and I I, that's why I felt like Boston said you know what we're gonna lock down KD rather than Kyrie because Mm -hmm. until Kyrie shows that he's laser focused because yeah he showed some games during the regular season that he balled out on but when it comes down to like the finals who's really locked in and it was KD and they they made sure that KD was never comfortable at all during the series, double teams, everything like that. So they yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they 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 played some lockdown D on um, KD yeah, and Kyrie. Sure. Kyrie didn't, and it worked because Kyrie didn't show up some games. 
And it really wasn't like he was like locked down how Kyrie was I mean how KD was locked down, I felt. That's what I yeah. felt. So, I mean, there's games that I felt like Kyrie should have took over, but he never got the opportunity to do that because I just don't think the focus, the total focus was totally on basketball at the time. Yeah. No, so. I get you. But and <clears throat> That's why I think the Celtics really why they won the series and why they shined and probably even swept them was like when you look at the stats, most of Boston games like like stats were even. Everybody kind of ate, you know. Most mm-hmm. everybody on the team were getting double digits every time they stepped on the floor. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like for example, the first game where Kyrie went off, Kyrie went off for like what did he go off for? Like thirty something, almost forty something like that. I want to say he was like thirty nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, KD only had like what, tw- like fifteen or twelve, some like some little shit, like some like like head scratcher shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like um, when KD did play good, Kyrie wasn't playing good. Yeah, you know what I mean. There like so the two superstars went in sync because of the defense. And then also at the same time, the role players weren't even doing much. Like I, like I said, when Brooklyn made that trade with mm-hmm. Sixers, I thought Seth Curry was going to be a big piece yeah. for them. And, uh, and part of the reason why they would make a playoff run, but well, Seth was kind of quiet. Yeah, so um, KD in the first game was 23, Kyrie was 39. So with Seth, he, he's been dealing with an injury, like a calf yeah. or knee injury. So... You know, I I know he's he dealt with more discomfort throughout the whole series than any other the players that was playing. So, yeah. you know, that's why um, he I don't think he played good at all this whole series because yeah. of a lingering injury. And I I know he he was trying to play, but it's just you know it it wasn't happening. He 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 wasn't able to get in a rhythm because of it. So, you know, yeah. I'm I'm gonna throw a shot at Ben Simmons. At least he tried. He did try. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, at least he tried. Little 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 weak boy. <laughs> little, little little dookie boy right there. Yeah, and, and yeah, and the thing is, KD still got his points, but he had to go to the free throw line to wow. to get his points. If you look at it, just him shooting, man, he had abysmal numbers. Man, like the second game. Four for seventeen was crazy to me. Oh no, yeah, Kyrie wasn't playing like Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie wasn't playing like after the first game. Kyrie was kind of like gone. Like what? What happened to the man? Yeah, and you know they got their points somehow. The 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 Nets, but it just wasn't enough. It really wasn't. You know? Yeah. Because they because their 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 depth was lacking they kept on bullying um nick claxton man mm-hmm. you really saw the flaws in him but he's still a young cat so this is a growing moment to him but they really bullied him when it came to you know um trying to make him score and things like that like it just yep. it just wasn't right and yeah. you know you kind of wish that they use more of their veterans in in these situations like blake griffin and lamarcus aldridge but they yeah. they didn't, which I kind of questioned Steve Nash on that because they could have tapped into some real um, vet- veteran presence compared to how um, Boston um, leaned on um, Al Holford and um, like even Daniel Thice, 
you know, just veteran presence, been there before. They 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 could have you know made made a, made a little run with these cats on the team, but they yeah. did, they 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 didn't make adjustments. The Nets really didn't make adjustments the whole series, and I felt like that was kind of coaching bad coaching as well for Steve Nash. Because at the end of the day, I never was convinced that Steve Nash was going to be a good coach when he first got hired. Yeah, uh, I, it's a lot of the uh, like former players, especially the younger ones like Kid and Nash. Like, there's all there's always skeptical when they step into the coaching. It's skeptical when they their their first coaching gig is head coaching. Yeah, head coaching, and to me, it's more skeptical when the coaching someone like Katie and Kyrie. Yeah. Like, is this guy is this guy really good, or does he just got Katie and Kyrie? Or or <laughs> or he's just the the puppet. You know, that, that's exactly. what, you know, and that's what, you know, we look, we look at Steve Nash is like, what did you even do? Did you just say, uh, let's play basketball brothers? Yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't, I, I don't know. Hopefully this is a teachable moment for him because if the lack of substitution happened again, I would get this guy out of here because I really felt like Brooklyn should have tapped into their, their um veteran depth as in Aldridge yeah. and Griffin a little bit more. They're available on the team. They need this type of motivation. You know, especially down 3-0, 2-0 at the time. They needed that at their home court and they 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 failed to really tap in. They put in Blake for only a few minutes, but I feel like Blake should have at least had like 15. Yeah. And Aldridge should have at least had 10. Yeah, they did need a little more play time, especially when Boston's bigs were pl- were playing so good and dominating the boards. Exactly, like <laughs> exactly, and it made Bruce um, Bruce Brown eat his damn words talking about the bigs like that, and the series didn't even start. And KD was like, "No, no, no, don't, no, no." He was joking, he was joking, he was joking, and tr- sure enough, they still used it as you know fuel to the fire. So exactly, but yeah, like we said, um, congrats. To you, Boston, because we were not. We if you would have told me three months ago, Boston was going to be two seed and sweep Brooklyn Nets in the first round, I probably would have laughed in your face, spit all the water <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, good good shit, Boston. Um, anything else you want to say about the series for me, one? Um, Brooklyn do better, Boston. I'm sorry. Thank you, and you got another play chance to prove yourself uh, prove me wrong again against the bucks prove yeah, they got a big game against the bucks so let's let going on to the next series perfect transition mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> um so yeah milwaukee bucks played the chicago bulls and they won their series 4-1 mm-hmm. pretty easily um it was definitely something i didn't see i thought at least chicago would put up two games nah. no I, I I saw this they, one coming. They damn near got swept. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I forgot what exactly I predicted, but five games is something I predicted because really, if you watch the series, DeRozan had to take over every game if they wanted to win. The one game that they did win, DeRozan took over. So, yeah. you know, it it was the it sucked for the Bulls because they started so hot for most of the season. It wasn't until the last quarter into the playoffs that's when they started slowing down. 
that's when injuries started kind of piling up on them. So they they got they got cold at the wrong time. I want to say. Now, yeah. even if they were high, I would still pick Milwaukee to win. But I think we would have saw a better series. I felt. Yeah, and then also too, Bulls weren't at full capacity. No. That, as much as people might not think, them missing Lonzo to me was a big blow. Oh, a hundred a hundred percent because that's when they played their best basketball. They were putting the most points in the league because of Lonzo being in the mix. And the thing is, Lonzo wasn't even the best offensive threat. He just knew how to distribute the ball so well. And and the defense was nice too, so a lot of fast break points on that end as well. So missing Lonzo was was, was seen throughout that whole series. Another thing is, I mean, the last game, Crusoe was out with concussion. And then Zach Levine was out because of COVID protocols. So the last game was kind of like the worst way you could kind of go out where the the sick the, the the ship was finally sinking basically yeah and you know that's what we saw but the thing is Giannis was very dominant this whole series though yeah he still plays at MVP level and the Bucks got to deal with ad- adversity they lost Chris Middleton by the first second game right yeah second second or third so think second i want to say second. second i thought i thought it was first but second as i'll take second second game he was he was done he he'll, he'll be out for the next series as well yeah but um bucks got death so i wasn't really tripping too much on um middleton um exiting out because i think even though Milton's their second go-to guy on the team. I felt like they were able to plug someone else in and be just as efficient with Milton out. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, losing Milton was a big blow, and that's what originally made me think this was probably going to go six, seven. Mm-hmm. But man, I put Giannis too much of a beast, <laughs> and uh, I just think. The, like Chicago not having Lonzo and being a little like, you know, ticky tack injuries. Mm-hmm. I just think Milwaukee was just a better built team. Like you, like you said earlier in the season, they're a team that's really built for series. Yeah. And the thing is, Milwaukee's a very big team. They got shooters that are big. So like, it's hard to guard with, with bull seat being such a small team going against a big team that can shoot. It, it was kind of a recipe for a disaster for them. Like they have to play a hundred percent perfect to win games, which I thought was their only win. Yeah. Um, yeah. DeRozan is one of those players that when he takes over, he can really take over a game, but it's just, yeah, like you said, he can't do it for six, seven games. You know, he, he like can't. he's gonna need more help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once they realize this guy's the only funnel for points, you nip off that funnel. Where are they gonna get points from? You know, so exactly. so people gotta step up to do that. So, and I think maybe, maybe what we talked about at the beginning of the season, how you said they might have too many cards on that team. Mm-hmm. That that could have. Hinder them a little in this playoffs, especially playing against the Bucks, where you need some big bodies. Like, so I do think this offseason Chicago should maybe 
think about moving maybe not all the guards but maybe a couple guards to get yeah. big men in yeah because even even their depth was guard heavy mm-hmm. like their their bench their second unit was very guard heavy as well so that's that's why the problem was why i was like i don't know with the bulls team you know but in the long run it worked for the regular season just not in the playoffs yeah, because yeah. because the the type of guards that they got to aren't they aren't built to be swing players as well. Meaning that can be a, that can also get away with being a two and a three, a small forward or a shooting guard. They're they're mostly in the point guard slash shooting guard range. Like some like DeRozan's really the only one that could kind of flex from a shooting guard to a, a, a small forward. Yeah, but in in certain lineups they had fucking DeRozan playing the four, you know, so it was crazy. Yeah. So I I mean, they they got to be pretty. Um, I guess you could say careful what they do with their their situation when it comes to their depth because they don't want to lose too much. But yeah, they need to get some some size on that team if if they want to combat a little better against like a team like Milwaukee. Or even like a team like I want to I want to even say the Heat as well, you know those two bigger physical teams that that are bad matchups for the Bulls in the future. I feel. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. Um, I think Chicago got some uh, not a lot, but they do got some work to do this offseason. And they just got to tweak little things and also be healthier, I would say. Just be healthier, you know, because we're not saying that it can't work because there's a, there's a team that made it to the next round that is kind of like what the Bulls are looking up to be. Yeah. But they got to they, – I don't want to say they want to copy the format, but hey, you got to take some, some pages off that playbook for, for them to succeed. Yeah, yeah. But, man, yeah, Bucks – like we said, they're built for series. They're going to be doing good. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we'll go more in depth um, in this next episode we drop um, this weekend about Milwaukee and Boston in that series. But, man, that series is going to be. I love it. I love it. I, <laughs> man. I love we'll it. We'll see. I we'll see because I thought I thought the Brooklyn series was going to tell me how good Boston is. No, this Milwaukee series is going to really tell me how good Boston is. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, I can't wait. This Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yep, yep. So Milwaukee Boston is the round two matchup. Like I said, we'll go in more detail, um, analyzing and doing predictions and all that about that series Shit. on the next episode. Shit, not but only that, now, I, I'm still I'm still thinking of who's going to win this one. Huh. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna front. I, I'm like, hey man, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. We're gonna. We, we definitely gonna have to discuss that one. Yeah. But um, staying on the East and moving on to the next part of the bracket, we had Philly versus Toronto. Philly won that series four two. They just ended it today. Yeah. Just. Oh yeah. They ended like today. That series today. I, it went longer than I think it should have. Yeah. But. It's fu- it's funny because this series got kicked to NBA TV. Yeah, <laughs> literally. This said, yeah. Hey, okay, we're done with this. <laughs> After the first three games, where Philly took it, they're like, "Yeah, just kick it to NBA TV." <laughs> and it looked like Toronto was trying to have a comeback because yeah. they won two games. They're like, "Oh, 
okay. okay. I was a little worried. I ain't even gonna lie. I was a little worried. Mm-hmm. Even at halftime, I was like, "Hey, Toronto is still sticking around. What's go- what's going on, Philly? Yeah, what's happening? What's good?" But then they took over in the third and fourth, and I was like, "Ah, okay, never mind." They they turned it up. Yeah, they turned it up. Um, um, I mean, it was no surprise with this series. I don't think. No, like I, like I said, the only thing that surprised me was the fact that Toronto won two games. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's just you you knew who the better superstars were, which Philly had, and um, Toronto was just trying to st- stick as long as they could and. They actually lasted an extra two games than I was. I was thinking sweep. Same. I was thinking sweep too. Mm, I was thinking sweep, but I mean, we were wrong, and we got an extra two games out of it, which yeah. kind of brings me to Philadelphia. <sighs> Let's talk about these boys because yeah, there's a lot. I got a lot to say too. I got. <laughs> I, I'm I'm less confident coming out of this series about Philadelphia now. Oh, me too. Hmm. Just when I thought, I'm like, eh, you know, they, they, they're still going to struggle. But they struggle against Toronto. And don't get me wrong, Toronto's a strong team. It's just I feel like they they still need some development because they still got a lot of youth now post-championships um, um, championship that they got. They got a little bit more youth into the starting lineups now. So they just yeah. need to mold a little bit more and – They'll be winning more series in the playoffs from here on out because yeah. I think this is a I think Toronto's a team that um they prove that they're going to stick around in the playoff pitcher a little bit more now, especially with the um, with the type of team they're dealing with. So good yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah. They do need to you know get like I want to say one more veteran, one more veteran presence, and I like I like this Toronto team from here on out, but. They they got a lot of work to do. I feel like to be a threat in the playoffs. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, Toronto's gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. I want to go in on Philly real quick. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Let's go to the one the that reason is the going reason, the next round. Oh my bad. The no, reason no, I step back from Philly is because I look at let's look at all the teams that moved on in the East. Mm-hmm. Boston against Toronto, they sweep Toronto. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee against Toronto. They sweep Toronto. Miami gets Toronto. They sweep Toronto. (laughs) The fact Toronto would two, almost, who knows if MB doesn't hit that three, who knows? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That game goes to OT, and at that point, who knows? Because Toronto has them on the ropes. (laughs) Yeah. Until until Embiid had to do MVP stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, I don't know, Philly. I don't know because I'm looking at this Miami team and this Miami team are some dogs. <laughs> if you're gonna beat them, you need to be a dog. And Philly, I just don't see that dog. I see it in Embiid. I I, I see it in a few, but not all. And not the ones that need it. Like mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. Harden. What what is going on with Harden? Like he doesn't look like Houston Harden. He looks like second half Nets Harden. <laughs> he play like he has his good games and stuff, but it seems like when I see him play, he doesn't have that aggression that he had in Houston. Where like when he got the ball, he he's like, okay, I'm taking it to the hole, or I'm just gonna um, cross cross pop. You know what I mean? Whenever I see Harden get the ball now, I swear he's always looking to pass, mm-hmm. create a play. <laughs> hey, well, it's not it's not bad or anything. It's just 
I, I, it just seems like Harden lacks the oomph factor to me. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like that dog's not in him no more. You know, <laughs> and, and, and it's not even that he has to score per se. It's just like, I don't know. He is like body language almost, you know, like, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, I mean, we, ex- we, we expected Harden to have good games against the Toronto team, but what worries is the next round, which is against the Heat. Yeah. You know, like what, what, what kind of, what kind of hard number are we going to get from you against a more physical team that's going to, hey, that's going to, you know, try to bully you around. They're going to try to bully you. Like I'm calling it right now and beating, uh, Butler's definitely going to scrap once. <laughs> once maybe not scrap like fight but they're definitely going to have shoving matches in any oh, yeah. space like yeah the, that's what i'm excited about because hey, they gotta show this, who, this hey, they gotta show who's big dog bro <laughs> that's what i'm excited hey. for about this series this is about to be ufc <laughs> they, they gotta show who the big dog is you know two alphas in the area there's they're just prowling <laughs> Yeah, but before we get too far ahead and start talking about next series, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, Philly, they they should have swept them. Even if Toronto got the one, they should have ended it the next day mm-hmm. at their house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but um, I'll give Toronto their fighters. Like I said, I gave them the credit when we did the playoff episode that they were even in the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but like you said, they're going to be a team that's going to be in the playoffs Almost every year, it seems mm-hmm. like. If they keep um, um, a good portion of their team. I don't know yeah. everyone's contract situation, things like that. But if we kind of get a glimpse of the same type of roster going into um, the next round, uh, there's a lot of positives to take, take away from it. Yeah. A lot of positives. I, I, I like the youth on this team. I like that there's a good possible development and chemistry going on with this team as well. So maybe may, may, we, we'll we probably see them in the future, I say. We'll probably see yeah. them in the future. And with Philly, before we move on, um, I'm, I'm really starting to like that Maxi guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't think he'll take the strides that he did this year, but I knew that he had the potential to get where he's at. I just didn't think that soon. Yeah, this soon. Yeah, yeah. No, um, he, he's definitely been um, stepping his game up, and he's now mm-hmm. a um, big piece of that team. Mm-hmm. And if they're gonna if they're gonna make it past this next round, they're gonna need him to play big because we know, like I said, and B is probably the only one on that team I have no questions to worry about. I know mm-hmm. B's gonna show up. Harden, I have a little bit of question, but at the end yeah. of the day, like you know. It's James Harden. Yeah. Maxi to me is the key in this series, especially coming yeah. in this next series. Yeah, because if Harden's so, gonna be laying back and just dishing it out, someone has to step up. Yeah, somebody has to be scoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than Embiid. Because we know Embiid's mm-hmm. gonna get hits. Other than yeah. Embiid. Yeah, I mean they get they have Tobias Harris, but at times that he doesn't seem like he's the the third option anymore. I it's it's, think, it's, it's 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 Maxi. Yeah, I, I I don't think he's the third option anymore. To me, he just he's taking a step back. It seems like to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like he like not taking a step back from the team. I mean, more as like in his playing career. Like it seems like he's taking a step. back. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I swore he was way better than he's been playing. I mean, I mean, overall, with the regular season, he, he didn't have a great regular season this year, I would say. But, yeah, because um, it wasn't last year he was playing way better. Yeah, like, he was. Or am I he, tripping? <laughs> I, I, I thought he played a lot better last year. This The regular season, it, it didn't seem like he was nailing down like shots he would usually make this year and things like that. Yeah. But um, he had a pretty decent series when it came to um, the games that the um, Sixers won. He put up some good numbers. So, yeah. you know, if they want to have a chance against this Miami Heat's team, he has to at least play a little bit more consistent ball compared to if if we want to compare the series with the regular um regular season, he needs to bring this type of intensity in the, the, the Toronto series into yeah. into the Heat series. So, yeah, no for sure. Because other than that, I mean their other starter is going to be Danny Green. <laughs> Cue the cat. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. <laughs> um. Also, a good thing is one of their players um can finally start all the way because now um they're not in a a place where like COVID restrictions is because Toronto is pretty was pretty strict about COVID. So um, was it Mat- Matisse um, Thibault? He didn't yeah. really start games because he didn't get the full vaccination shots. So that's why he, w- he wasn't allowed to play when they went to Toronto. Yeah. So, you know, now he doesn't have to worry about that since all all they're going to do, be doing is going to Florida and um, Philadelphia all Florida the time. Right there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, uh, good series. Uh, like I said, Philly should have closed it a little sooner, but hey, here we are. Here we are. On to the next round. Um, mm-hmm. I still I still fully stand by if they don't win this next round, the trade was a fail. <laughs> I 100% stand by that. Mm-hmm. Because they got um, to the same spot they did last year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about their opponent now. The Miami Heat. <sighs> Number one in the Eastern Conference took on the eight seed Atlanta Hawks, Crazy. and we in Miami. But no, we ain't saying fuck Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> no fuck Trey Young here. Nah, they they effed Trey Young. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Don't put, don't put it like that. Yeah, please don't put it like that. But man, they said, "Hey, who's your number one guy? It's Trey Young." All right. All right, let's ruffle his feathers real quick. Yeah, let's rough him up a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get it, hawks ruffle feathers, uh, <laughs> or maybe they scorch their feathers. Because <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll um, give you that one. Yeah, this yeah, series. You, you can tell even the first game this had the tone when um, Trey and Jimmy got into it. I was like, Trey, mm-hmm. I love you, but you don't want those problems. I'll hey, tell you right hey. now. <laughs> his first mistake was him looking down. Then all of a sudden, looking up like he he like he did something right. It's yeah, you, it's like you got to pick one. It's either you look down all the way or you look all up the whole so way. You look, uh, you, which you, one hey, you doing? Which <laughs> one you doing? Which one you doing? Because you you got to come with it. You got to come with it and come correct. And after that moment right there, man, man, what did Trey the Young do after that? Sheesh, sheesh. He was. A little, let's say, quiet to say the least. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. He, uh, 
He's definitely like I said, like we, like I said, when we were texting off um camera, uh I mean off camera, off uh mic, Trey just needs help. Yeah. Yeah. He needs he needs someone to help him um space out the floor because they have a other than Trey Young, their team is full of role players, which is great. But they need that extra guy that you know they could go to to help spread the floor away from Trey Young. Exactly, like Trey Young is a superstar, mm-hmm. and that's what you need on your team with a bunch of role players. But, but he's not a superstar that can win. Like he can't win games by himself, but he can't carry series by himself. Like, yeah, you could put someone like a LeBron with a bunch of role players, and that will work. But mm-hmm. that's because LeBron's big as shit, <laughs> fast as shit. And, and the thing <laughs> is, the man can play in different positions. Exactly. Trey has a very specific position and role mm-hmm. that he does, but he does it really well at a superstar level. Exactly. But he needs help with other things that he can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's not a LeBron type player where it's like, okay, we got him and we're good. We just need some role play. Pl- yeah, plug and play, <laughs> you know. No, it's like Chris Paul when he would go to a team, you know he was the point guard cuz and that's the only position he could play cuz of his size. Yeah. His abilities and things like that. That's how Trey Young is going to have to be for for here on out, and that's why they want or able to squeeze out one win really against yeah. the Heat was because, Ayo Trey Young did his thing, and mm-hmm. I mean obviously everyone else had to do their thing as well, but on a constant but, basis, Trey Young was yeah. the only one showing up, even on his bad games, even on his bad games, Trey Young was trying, you know. Yeah, no, he, he was you can like Trey Young. Playoff Trey Young is a different Trey Young. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that much. Mm-hmm. And we've we seen it. it last year, but this year he just early ran into a very very good team he, and a very he ran into um, the dogs. Team. He ran, <laughs> yeah, into, he the ran dogs. into the dogs and <laughs> like honestly, if Atlanta was matched up against Philly. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised if it went six, seven games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if, even if they play Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn they would have took them at least five, six games. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Miami's just some dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Hawks definitely need to go in the off season. Seek out another superstar esque type of player to because. Yeah. To be honest, the league is is to a point where it's not even building super teams or anything like that. It's just there's so much talent out in the NBA now that no team should be out with that like without two superstars if you want to get t- taken seriously. That's how talent the M- talented the NBA is. So every team, if you're at least contending for the playoffs, should have at least two superstar esque type of players, I feel. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just it's just how the league is now. There's so much talent in the league where, you know, it's hard not to consider certain teams super teams now because yeah. there's just so much talent going around that everyone could really, really play the game of basketball so well now. Yeah, the only team that I think isn't like what you're describing is Grizzlies, where to me they only got Ja and the rest are just really good role players and they're a really good team but together. I, I'll tell you, you know what, what the I'll tell, uh, side note on the Grizzlies, I'll tell you, you see, you're seeing superstar S players blossoming as we're watching that series though. True. True. That, that's, I that's, will give you that. That's, that's how, that's how I see um, yeah. the Grizzlies. So I, I, I'm like, I kind of agree with you there, 
but I mean, no, they are stepping there. They definitely are like yeah, couple couple players there slowly making their way to that superstar mm-hmm. um, goal. Mm-hmm. But um, back to the Atlanta Miami game, I think this game you can definitely tell the polar opposites of the scene where Atlanta doesn't really have that much depth and health. Where mm-hmm. on the opposite side, Miami has hella depth. <laughs> yeah. The the thing is, I don't want to say that Hawks don't have depth per se, because I personally think they do. It's just, um, how do I how do I say it? Miami's depth is better. <laughs> I mean, there's there's that, but it's just, um, and I'm not even saying I don't I I don't think as a team this was. The, it's like the right team for like Trey Young to build around. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't the yeah. right pieces to be together. They're all quality players, but if you put them on a different team, they might excel a little bit better. Yeah, you know, for nope. a different team. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I'm like I don't really want to say their depth wasn't there. It's just they. I don't think they were brought on for the right reasons. It's hard to say. It's really, yeah. it's really hard to say because, I mean, I'm I I look at the roster and I'm like, if you put them on this team, that team, I can really see them doing well here here. But you know, you can't really make a team full of role players sometimes and get great success. Kind of like how the like your example is the Grizzlies. You know, it's not going to work out exactly like that, which we see with the Hawks. Yeah, you know, so. You you gotta have some some type of um, players to combat some superstar s type of players, and really they only got Trey Young. Yeah, everyone else, Literally. you know, I I don't see stopping other superstars on the other team. So that yeah. that's why, even John Collins, which is you know he's a big guy, but I don't know. There's there's he, he's I'm waiting for the next level for him, and he really hasn't made strides there, there. Yeah. yeah he really yeah. hasn't made strides he's kind of like plateaued right now which is crazy because i do see him kind of being higher than where he's at right now yeah no exactly yeah. um but yeah to um wrap this series up uh surprised atlanta got one i knew it was gonna take some trey young specialties to get it um thought it was gonna be sweet but you know here we are miami mm-hmm. had you from the beginning pick to go to the finals Mm-hmm. It's still going. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> hey, it's still alive. It's still, still alive. freaking alive. Hey, so was your Bucks pick? You picked Bucks from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, damn, those two might meet. <laughs> hey, 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 damn! I I can't believe it. like. I mean, we picked the two best teams in the East. Uh, we so. did, we did. <laughs> but at the same time, we were just so damn confident with it, though. Like, come yeah, on, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so as the East stands right now, our game, uh, I mean, our round twos are going to be Miami versus Philly and then whew, Milwaukee versus Boston. I don't know why I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> that, that, one that one's going to be a grind. That one's right? going to be a fucking grind. I'll tell you that. Um, we will break down those second round matchups and predictions and all that on our next upcoming episode. But mm-hmm. for now, let's switch over to the West where... West are a little more interesting. We only have two teams that are officially moved on and then two teams that still need to close out, one currently playing and possibly closing out. Um, mm-hmm. 
But we'll get to that. But first, let's talk about the ones that actually closed down. We'll start from the top this time. Let's talk about Phoenix and New Orleans. Phoenix beat them boys in a pretty, I thought, a pretty good evenly matchup. I was hoping it was going seven because there were some really good games. But yeah. Phoenix was able to win 4-2 and move on to the next round without Devin Book. Well, Devin Booker did come back today. Oh, he did. He did. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was surprised as much as you. I'm like, oh, they, they let him play. Yeah, they let him play. Yeah, but, <laughs> but hey, but he was honestly kind of limited this game. Mm. He was limited, and he really didn't do as much oh, as okay. what Devin Booker does. So he still, I, I he still playing with the injury. But they, knew, they knew they needed to kind of shake, shake up the lineup for Pelican reasons. You know, I was about to say that that tells me a lot how, about this series. Like that means Suns were really like, you need to get out there, book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't sleep on this Pelicans team. All right. So oh, no. before we really get into it, who would have thought the CJ McCollum trade led to this? For real, we we did it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we thought like, uh, they they might push for a plan, but that's about it. Then they made yeah. the plan. They're like, they're going to be in San Antonio, but will they beat the Clippers? And a little bit of fortunate events that pandemic P had to show up and not even play that game led them to go into the the playoffs. And then we're like, you know what? They're playing against the fucking Suns. How long are they going to last? And then Devin Book gets hurt. And you're like, wait, they're actually playing hard against them too. Yeah. Huh. B.I. is really yeah. showing up. C.J. is showing up. No, man. Hey, that's what I wanted to talk about with this series. Even though Pelicans lost, I'm salute, clap, clap to B.I., man. B.I. B.I. showed up the whole series. I think he scored 30 points in every game. I don't know if he did tonight because I missed some of the game, but uh-huh. he scored thirty points in every single game. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> he had a, was he, putting in work. He had a little, he had a little streak going on. Nah, um, I don't think he scored um, thirty tonight. Nah, nah, nah. He scored twenty one. He scored twenty one. <laughs> but yeah, no, Bi Man is really grown into his own. You know, it, it was as a Laker fan, there was a couple of tears going down my eyes when they beat when I seen them put in the work on the clips and then. Mm-hmm. And then you know the same in the playoff, doing it against the Suns, like ah, you, you were, you were, you were Kobe child. <laughs> it, it, it took him a while, and I think it just at the time the Lakers was just not the right spot for him to shine at the time. No, 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 no. no. You know, it, it just wasn't fitting his style. So when he got traded to the Pelicans, I mean, it did take a while for him to really shine at the Pelicans. But I mean, I think that was due to roster and. You know, coaching situation. But finally, yeah. they got themselves a nice coach in Willie Green. Clap it up for Willie Green for being a first-year coach and taking them there. Yeah, but, clap, clap. but at the same time, I think it really gave B.I. to say, you know what, I'm ready to be a leader. I'm ready to, you know, finally show yeah. that I, I I am that boy, but I just came a little later than usual. Yeah, and the thing I like about B.I. is man has no fear. Man can break Six mm-hmm. shots in a row and still just be shooting like he's on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know. I love those type of players. Like, yeah, don't be don't be down on yourself because you're missing. Get, get out there and get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. B.I. really showed out this series. I mean, we all know what C.J. McCollum could do because of what he did in Portland. But he brought that. The thing is, he brought that energy to the Pelicans and it didn't change. Mm-hmm. 
So, yep. so that's good on them. But honestly, two underrated, I'm going to say, wait, three underrated people. Well, first off, we'll go to um, Johans Van Kunis. Johans Van Kunis. He showed up Jan, this Jan. series, and I ain't going to lie. I, I thought he played very well against um, Aiden, and at times kind of bullied Aiden around when he was on offense. So, you know, yeah. he really he really held it down on, on his end when it came to playing. So good job for Johans Van Kunis. And now the next two, I'm gonna say them in tandem because they are the young, the young guns, the rookies. Yeah, Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado, the two menace on these fuck on this fucking team. These guys were menaces, straight menaces, menaces. <laughs> Chris, hey, ask Chris Paul. Yeah, ask. Hey, ask Chris Paul. <laughs> ask Chris Paul how he doing. Yeah, because that was that was part of the reason why Suns had a hard time during this series because one thing Herb Jones is a pretty fucking lengthy guy also he he has ridiculous reach yeah I don't know if you caught him um, blocking a three ball and he was so far away and he jumped and swatted the ball away I'm like yo this man got crazy (laughs) reach crazy reach yeah no for real and then you got Jose Alvarado this man got the sticky fingers. Sticky. Sticky. Little sticky boy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't Little care. Sticky, he, hey, he did not care. He's like, I- I'm going to get in this fuzz real quick. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to get in this in dirt. You know, I'm 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 gonna get mine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the rock real quick. Pew pew mm-hmm. pew. This man, hey. That man never gave up either. They 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 all played like we're going to win the series. No, that, that's to me what really why why I thought this series went on because I originally thought sweep, but the reason why this series went on um, this many games and why New Orleans played so good to to me is I I think after the playing tournament I think they looked at themselves and said, "Hey, we're actually a good team." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, like you know, I know it's the Suns, but let's go out there and play hard. And then mm-hmm. you know. Close first game, they won the second game, and then I think confidence just rose. And you can tell as the series played out, like New York, the Pelicans were playing with hella confidence, like mm-hmm. as if they were supposed to be there. Yeah, what you know? Yeah, and I know Devin Booker coming out a few games too, um, took a blow Definitely to the Suns, but yeah. it took a blow to the Suns, but also gave more confidence to the Pelicans. They're like, oh yeah, we could do this now. Like we could do oh, yeah. this Both now. Out? Shoot, mm-hmm. let's get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because they knew the longer the series goes on, the longer the better advantage they have now. Because this yeah. game was only supposed to last four games, it got pushed to really? six games. Exactly. You know, and I I bet you Pelicans won. Man, that last game would have been crazy. Oh, uh, that's why I was hoping. I was hoping for a game seven, just because I was like, man. Yeah, I, I was mainly hoping for Game 7 because I was hoping Pelicans would be like, fuck it, get out there, Zion. <laughs> shit. That would have been hilarious. That would have been some funny shit. Like, but fuck that, Pelicans for that, but I fuck with it. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's why I think Pelicans will be back in this position next year, but at a higher seed. I don't think they'll be in the playing. Yeah. Um, with McCollum there, B.I., those, uh, piece, those key pieces that you mentioned, and then mm-hmm. he adds, hopefully... 
a fully healthy Zion to the mix. Mm-hmm. Like, and this team can be doing things. <laughs> like I said, superstar S players on the on this Pelicans team. Mm-hmm. If if Zion's in, that's at least three. Yeah. You know? If he can do any of half of what he, he mm-hmm. was expected to do, like Exactly. And that's why I'm like the NBA is so talented nowadays. You have to have at least three to two superstar S players on your team oh, man, to be in there, you know? Bro, the NBA is so talented nowadays that almost nobody in the first round got swept. You know what I'm saying? Like at least a team they're good enough to win one mm-hmm. game. You know what I mean? Even against the best team. Yeah. Uh, I mean I like Brooklyn, but <laughs> Yeah. But it it shows you that the these super these super teams formats are kind of breaking now because you know you you rely on so much of the top five to ten players that you don't care about the rest of your team slash are you sure they're going to be healthy because like let's be real health is literally part of the game now it's literally part of the game part of the game you know if if you're a great player but you're not healthy then you're just as a a a liability as to someone that you're just basically an average joe as far as we know exactly exactly and i know you could attest to this dougie i know you can because oh, yeah. you know that that I know that's how y'all feel is like we all if we were in there we would be running things but we have someone that's injury prone so oh we're not healthy it's all part of the game now you know yeah it's like all the part of the game is longevity 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 like it sucks to say you could be the best player but if you're never never able to go out there are you really the best player mm-hmm you know exactly you can't be the best player if you're not on the court yeah you can't that much you can't win championships if you're not winning if you're not playing in the game exactly you know so i mean i think teams after the season or just in general teams now have to consider health as a big you know mm-hmm. no for sure, of, for sure on, on how they build teams nowadays because we're even seeing even the Brooklyn's, because you look at KD, he was not healthy this season as well. Yeah, you know that, and that took a toll. Like that's why they got stuck in the plan, because mm-hmm. Kyrie wasn't playing, KD wasn't yeah. playing. Got to the point of like, who's playing on this Brooklyn team now? Because yeah, they got exactly. rid, they got rid of James Harden. How are they gonna? Get, how are they even gonna make the playoffs if you know this, that, and the third? It's all part of the game. All part of the game. All part of the game. Figure, figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why, like, I wasn't too far fetched or shocked that Brooklyn lost against the Boston. It was just more how. I think that's what everyone thought. Like, we could see Boston winning. We just weren't expecting the sweep. Exactly. You know, because if Boston just won it, I'm like, yeah, they won it. Because I mean, they're they're a, a they're a way better team than Brooklyn, to be honest. Way better mm-hmm. team. You know, and that was before the series too. I just thought maybe a little bit of the hunger was going to, you know, get the Kyrie and KD as the, they just, yeah. the thing is they put the clamps on the, on the hunger real quick. They knew what they were doing. That was do- the thing when it came, I mean, not to circle back on that series, but that yeah. was the thing when it came to that series is, um, it was more uh, like we, it was more of, we gave Boston at Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn a chance, even though we knew Boston might've been the better team, we gave mm-hmm. Brooklyn a chance just because of, 
you know, if Katie and Kyrie has a hunger, for, mm-hmm. ain't no mm-hmm. stopping, you know. <laughs> but the Boston made sure that that never got too crazy. Like, hey, y'all can have the hunger, but you just ain't making shit. <laughs> yeah, we just ain't gonna let you do shit. Mm-hmm. That's sure it, that, and, that, and that's what happened. So, I, the, the, that's the thing. There's, there's so much talent in the NBA. You gotta measure everything out because, yeah, who knows what this team, this Pelican team, would have been with Zion on the squad. Uh, exactly. So it, it, it it's, it's interesting storylines, but you know. It's all part of the game, and that is a weirdly great transition to the next series. No, <laughs> uh, Golden State, Denver, Denver. Oh, Denver, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver played a hell of a series, even though they lost four one. They played a hell of a series. Brings it to Jamal Murray not playing the whole damn season, and they were oh, still, and they were still playing good without Michael Porter Jr. Still playing damn good. Yeah, you know, and you know, you play the what if game of hey, what if they both played? Who knows what the series would have been? But this is why health plays a factor, and this is why Denver's, you know, a a, a great team because despite these two players not playing, they're able to plug in their role players to perform very much the same as yeah. as. As that as they could, like as, as the missing links were, except Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is a little bit is is a special breed, but they're yeah, still yeah, able, yeah. they're still able to put themselves in position to even skip the play in. Mm-hmm. You know, so kudos for them and still giving Warriors a run for their money, even though uh, even though the Warriors seem like you know, hey, they're just gonna rain threes on them, which they did. Yeah. Especially that second game, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. But nah, even 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 though Warriors did look like they were gonna sweep them, it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were just blowing them each game. No, mm-hmm. each game was definitely a hard fought game. Yeah, you know what I mean, like they Warriors earned those wins. They weren't just out there. Yeah, and even though the final scores were kind of like okay, almost by like twenty points and things like that, the difference was like. There's they they were close at certain points. It's just the Warriors are just so fucking good at shooting threes. Yeah, and and they're so and they're so good at catching at catching heat and knowing when they catch heat. Like oh like my. you said, it could it could be a close game, and then third quarter, like someone someone or multiple people on that team could just get hot and start just raining threes. Next thing you know, you're down by like nineteen. It's like, what the fuck? We're just down by three. Exactly. <laughs> It, it it's such a crazy thing to watch too because, yeah, they're down by ten now. Now they're up by nineteen, and you're like, "How the fuck did that happen within eight minutes?" Yeah, it, and it, I still think, um, I still think, like I said, I, going in like when we did our um, season wrap up, I think I picked Phoenix mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. I picked Golden State to go to the finals, but then I switched to Phoenix. But now I'm kind of leaning back towards that Golden State train. Yeah. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Now, I remember the conference finals at Warriors and Suns because the Grizzlies, I wasn't too sure with Jaws health. Yeah. You know, the, and I'm going to stick to what I think Warriors or Suns making into the finals. Suns as my main pick. Warriors the secondary. Because you know, watching this, uh, this Memphis game, like, the way the way Minnesota's handling them, handling handling them, 
and how much threes they're allowing Minnesota to get, I'm like, bro, you can't let Golden State do that. Exactly. <laughs> because they're not they're not gonna do they're not gonna go into the fourth quarter down by twenty one and let yeah. you come back. No. <laughs> yeah. So going with Golden State and this is kinda my this is where the Bulls need to take pages off of Golden State's book. Knowing how to be a small team being but yet yet being so dominant even on the defensive end. Yeah. Because they even had Draymond Green going up against Joker, which is kind of a mismatch, to be honest. Yeah. Joker got got length over Draymond. But Draymond just has that poise of being such a great defender that that didn't stop him from at least making it troubling for Joker to get his points. Like They, he, they made him work for his points. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Like they they really had to make Joker grind for points, but even then, Golden State was is so good at just um, making people earn their points and getting turnovers as well, and that's what helps them catch fires in the in like the third and fourth quarter is those yep. those transitional um, turnovers where the other team's trying to push up the ball, but there they are taking the ball away. Bam, three. All right, they try to do it again. Bam, you know. They, they, they could, the Warriors controlled the tempo so much and so well that they forced other teams to go hyper with them. Yeah. And it leads to the other team's mistakes rather than Golden State's mistakes. And that's what's scary about the Warriors, too, is when they go into that uh, fast break mode and transition basketball, mm-hmm. they're not looking to like fast break and do layups and dunks like they will if it's there but the you know, the dangerous thing about them is they'll fast break and knock down threes mm-hmm. like, <laughs> who does that exactly <laughs> exactly and another thing is Golden State has a very guard heavy team but the guards um can play like small forward and shooting guard they're a little bit more thicker thicker and bigger like Clay he could be a shooting yeah. he, he could be a a a small forward slash shooting guard if he wanted to. You know, you got a lot of those type of um, guards on their team, so they're able to, yeah. you know, put some size up on some other players. Still considered a small team, but could, you know, cause some disruption uh, at least defensively for a while compared to how the Bulls are. They're a little bit more yeah. lighter. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and and even they're like smaller guys. Like Draymond, Draymond's not the biggest dude, but Draymond will get down there and get gritty with your biggest yeah. dude. Yeah, <laughs> Draymond's playing center at six seven, and your biggest dude at seven foot, and still causing problems. What? What? Why? <laughs> why is that? Draymond's just a dog. That's why. He's a goddamn dog. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, it, just for Golden State's ability to catch heat so quickly mm-hmm. is such a dangerous and unique trait that, you know, any team that goes against them, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there's uh, that series. Um, so, yeah, those are the two teams that for sure moved on in the West. Um, we have tomorrow's game, which is Memphis, Minnesota. Memphis leads right now 3-2. Memphis can close out if they win. Um, Spuddy, give me just quick, quick thoughts, because we're going to run over this this game fully like we did all these other games on the next podcast, dropping soon. We'll get mm-hmm. more into that at the end of the episode. But mm-hmm. give me just quick, quick thoughts on this game. 
Uh, Memphis and Timberwolves. Yes, that game? yes. That game. Um, <sighs> ja needs to take over completely this game. If if he don't take o- if he doesn't take over, um, Timberwolves will win and we'll go to game seven. Ooh. So I, I'm expecting a very. I'm expecting a thirty, like a, a above thirty point game for Ja this game. If he doesn't, so. if he doesn't get it, I don't think they're winning. I don't think they're winning. Yeah, um, we'll discuss it more. But shout out to Anthony Edwards. God damn, this boy's really been stepping shit up. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to be the new face of the Timberwolves. Sorry, Cat. I, I I think Anthony is that boy. Yeah, he Ant-Man, really Ant-Man, is. Ant-Man, Ant-Man. And he's, he's even been proving it. I mean, Cat, Cat, these last two games have definitely been playing a whole lot yes, better. Yes, he has. He's 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 showing up. It's just yeah. the the youth in Ant, Ant is crazy. And first time in the playoffs, and he hasn't folded one bit. He, he has he, not folded He's at enjoying all. the challenge. Yep. So, and like I said, we'll discuss it more, but Minnesota – should I personally think Minnesota should be up right now three two? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I personally think so. After what we saw, yeah, I, I really think Minnesota should be up. Yeah, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss a little more of that on in the next episode. Uh, mm-hmm. The other team still fighting to move on right now is Mavericks and Jazz. That game is going on right now. We are in the third quarter, and the Jazz are up sixty eight sixty four currently. Mm-hmm. So could possibly go seven. <laughs> could 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 possibly, but I I think by the the end I think Dallas should win the rest of the game. I feel yeah, Dallas should close. It's it's too close to me for them not to close out. Like you said, mm-hmm. they're only down four points. So you know, and we still got a whole fourth and and like five minutes exactly. left. Exactly. So it just sucks. A hey, Utah another season going down the drain. <sighs> I hate to see it because Donovan Mitchell is so good. I really like him as a player, but it's just, man, that Utah team, just something, something they need to make some move to get them over that hump because they just, every time in the playoffs, one and done usually. Yeah, one and done. Or they play a team that they should be. The next the next series, they play a team that is more evenly matched and they flop. Yep, exactly. That's what they, we're seeing. They either go in the first round and struggle against a team they should be beat them and then get bounced second round, or they just get bounced in the first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, a sad thing to see. Yeah, keep uh, your eyes put on that game. Like I said, that game is currently on on TNT. You know, with your boys Chuck, Shaq, Kenny the Jet, and Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> 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 I was trying to think of a cool name for him, but <laughs> hey. <just> Ernie. <laughs> That's all you need, Ernie. <laughs> hey, I love those photos. <laughs> um, but yeah, folks, that is the first round of the NBA playoffs. Like I said, we covered most everybody other than the two teams that are still to end. But don't mm-hmm. worry, we will talk about them. Well, let's talk about when we'll talk about them. So next NBA podcast episode is coming this Saturday. So in a couple of days or yeah. more like two days. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to drop one soon because... Hopefully by then, the, everybody should be onto the second round. Like I said, depending on Dallas and um, the Memphis games, you know, mm-hmm. um, if Dallas can't close out tonight, then we won't get that next game. I think until s- Sunday or Saturday. 
Um, we'll get the next games by Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then if uh, Memphis doesn't go out tomorrow, like I said, Sunday, and then we'll if that happens, um, will we still drop a party Saturday? Yeah, because I, w- I want to at least talk about the second round teams real quick. So you know, we'll yeah. go, we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. So for sure, episode coming out this Saturday, we're going to talk about second round and more in depth than what we did, our predictions and all that. Like I said, hopefully those two games that haven't ended have ended and we can really give a deeper analysis. But mm. yeah, we are in, we're in round two of the NBA playoffs so far. Well, about to be pretty mm-hmm. much. <laughs> yep. Um, fun first round. Um, glad, uh, you guys were here with us for it, listening. I hope you guys enjoy me and Spuddy's NBA talk this whole season. Yeah. Um, we ain't done. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, more to come. But yeah, like I said, episode dropping Saturday, probably afternoonish or evening-ish. Um, probably, probably afternoon it'll be dropping. Uh, afternoonish, yeah, we'll, uh, that episode will be dropping. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, as always, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the Buds and Sports. We love your support here. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button. Um, fuck it, let's get some personal plugs in on on this episode. Um, we have a uh, uh, Spuddy McGee solo podcast. Solo. His own little thing. Um, Spuddy and friends by myself now. Now on camera and with some um, some good editing. I, I've been peeping the videos, bro. Appreciate it, brother. I, I mean, if if you want to be quite frank, I don't do too much. I just gotta put the <laughs> hey, bit. Don't, don't let them know that. <laughs> hey, 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 only the people that listen to the, this episode will know that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, um, the Spuddy and Friends are on all your podcast services, and they are now officially on YouTube. YouTube with video, and you can see their pretty faces. Birdie. <laughs> if you want to know Birdie. what the Spuddy looks like, <laughs> a white puss. But um, yeah, definitely go check that out if you guys are a fan of the Buds and Sport content uh, podcast. Um, and then if you want more of the Dougie, the Duggers. Um, I do stream video games on Twitch, and I also have a YouTube where I've been posting gameplay. Um, all the same name. You can find me at Lightning Leche on Twitch yes. or YouTube. Um, so, yeah. If you guys fuck with the Spud and you fuck with the Dugs, then, <laughs> you know, check out the Spud and Friends podcast and check out the Lightning Leche YouTube The Spuds channel. and the Dugs. But most definitely check out more Buds and Sports. Hit that follow. Hit that subscribe. We love you guys so much for the support. Um, anything fuck you want to say to get bull. us out of here, buddy? Fuck with your bull. Fuck with your bull. Fuck. 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 Fuck with your boys. That's it. I like it. That's all. <laughs> I like it. That's all I got to say. All right, y'all. We will talk to you guys on Saturday with some more NBA talk. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you're watching basketball and enjoying it. Oh. Actually, uh, forgot to forgot to mention one one other thing. Tomorrow we for NBA, I mean NFL fans. Tomorrow we will be dropping an NFL episode on uh, the draft. Yep, 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 yep. And we will be joined by our other buddy Francis. Francis. <laughs> if you guys are ever curious why it's only me and Spud on the NBA episode, Francis, um, he's an NBA fan. He's a Warriors fan, but. He he's not really in depth with um, NBA black means, but he are. He's more of an NFL guy. 
He an NFLer. He's an NFLer, so he yeah. will be back. He will be back tomorrow for our NBA. I mean NFL episode. We will definitely talk about the draft. Yep, yep. A couple of moves that have been happening in the NFL since we last talked. Not too many, but some here and there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that, and then and then um, dang, three episodes in a row, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Let's go. We working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we working. Yep. But uh, make sure if you guys want all that info when we're dropping and stuff, you make sure you hit that subscribe and follow button. We mm-hmm. oh, excuse me. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much. He's Spuddy. I'm Dougie, Hi. and we are out of here.